Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to 31 Days of Terror 2023, day number two. And I have three spooky stories for you today. And story number one comes from Terry Marie. I've been told in the past that I have some sensitivity to the paranormal, but I've never explored this fully. I know that at times I have seen shadow people and have been able to sense happenings before they happen that almost feel like brain zaps. But these are stories for another time. I find the stories about dream demons and sleep paralysis particularly captivating and wanted to share one of my own, as well as some other spooky goings on in the house we first moved into in England. This happened years ago when we first moved to England from Scotland. My family and me moved down to escape a bad situation in 2004. I was the oldest of three, being me, 10, my brother, 9 and my sister, 6. We moved to the town of Ipswich into a two-bedroom house. It was a tight squeeze as a family of five, but we made it work and settled into our new life. It quickly became apparent that the house had its quirks. Late at night, footsteps and knocking could be heard, but this was generally put down to the house being old. The main activity seemed to happen in our parents' room and the hallway between their room and the upstairs bathroom. Through the house, at times, you would feel like you were being chased, and would feel watched, which can all be put down to childhood imagination. However, something I was never able to brush off, even now in 2023, would be an occurrence in our bedroom. In our bedroom, there was me, my brother and my sister in bunk beds that sat against the walls on opposite sides of the room, leaving space for us to play in the middle. That night, we lay and chatted as usual before eventually falling asleep. I was always a light sleeper, and it wasn't unusual for me to wake in the night. When this happened, I would typically lay until I could hear birds sing, indicating that it was okay to get up as per mum's rule, or until I fell asleep again, so when I woke that night it wasn't an unusual occurrence. I sat up and looked around my room before fixing my gaze on my brother, who was stood with his back to me in the middle of the room. As I was on the bottom bunk I could see quite clearly that he was stood with his head hanging down but was otherwise completely still. I went to ask him what he was doing, but when I opened my mouth to speak, no noise came out. While I wondered why I had suddenly lost my voice without so much as a sore throat prior to this, my brother began to turn towards me, except it wasn't him. His face was pale and featureless other than two deep holes where his eyes would be and an elongated mouth which almost resembled the ghost face mask from the Scream movies. Not that I knew that at the time. I screamed, at least I tried to scream. Again, no noise came out, despite the physical strain in my throat. I closed my eyes as tight as I could and put my hands up to guard my face. 
as he had now started towards me. Just then my mum had opened the door to check on us as she usually would in the night being a light sleeper herself and found me sitting straight up in my bed with my hands up protecting myself. Whoever or whatever it was that was making its way towards me was now gone and my brother was in his bed sound asleep. Needless to say, I didn't get back to sleep that night. Okay, Terry Marie, that, that description of your brother standing there with his back to you with his head down and then turning around with his no features, shadowy eyes and big long mouth terrified me. I had the heebie-jeebies when I was reading it. How? Absolutely petrifying. I'm pretty sure I would never forget that too. And story number two comes from Claire. Every time I listen to an episode about possession, hauntings or poltergeists, my house makes weird sounds and I swear one time a book flew off a shelf. But here's the reason I emailed you. First, I need to give you some backstory. I'm a twin, not identical and no physical powers, sadly, to Grace who has epilepsy. She is very fun, although at times a bit needy. I have two other siblings who are twins also, named Annabelle and William. We all share a bedroom and we use bunk beds. Right now it's used as storage, so it's a little messy, but in it we have a full-length mirror. One night I woke up to go to the bathroom. Everyone else was asleep. Now I'm afraid of the dark, so I usually have the lights on, but that night they were all off. I walked out and the office door was wide open. I swear there was someone staring at me in the full-length mirror. I blinked and rubbed my eyes and it was gone. I walked into the bathroom and the same black shape was in the mirror. I was terrified. I walked as fast as I could without stomping and I jumped into bed and prayed with my big Bible on hand. I don't know how I fell asleep but somehow I did. I haven't told anyone about this story because it still terrifies me to this day. So first off Claire, I feel like you are quite young from what I can gather from your story and from the pictures that you sent me, which I really appreciate because they helped me to understand the layout of your bedroom and where this mirror was, where you saw this entity. So thank you. I wonder if you've spoken to any of your siblings about it. You know, if your younger siblings are maybe too young and it might freak them out, but maybe if you spoke to your twin sister and said, hey, I saw this thing. Have you ever seen anything like this in the house? Because it might be that they either have or they haven't. And either way, you could get some validation or some comfort about the whole thing. I always think as well that things that happen late at night when we get up to go for a wee in the middle of the night, not that they should be dismissed, but that sometimes your brain is still not fully awake when you get up to go for a wee and some of our dream stuff lingers for a while. Again, not trying to dismiss it, just trying to make you feel a bit better about it so maybe you're not as freaked out. Always worthwhile speaking to your mom as well. If it comes to it and you're feeling really freaked out at night time, speak to your mom. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. 
In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And story number three comes from Andrew. I live in Columbus, Ohio, which has been undergoing massive housing shortages and redevelopment for about a decade. As a result, in 2020, I was living in what had been a nice family home 100 years ago, but had since been chopped up into a six-room shared home. Everyone in the house was between 21 and 30, which added dating into the mix and meant that the house contained anywhere from five to ten people on any given night. So there were always things being moved mysteriously and doors being found open that no one knew who opened, and just too many people in the house to get together and keep a track of the weirdness. While I was living in this house, I was a bartender and single, with a thing for witches. The bartender part meant that I spent a lot of time alone in the bottom floor of the house in the middle of the night, often a little bit tipsy. The single part meant I spent a lot of my non-working time with witches. They were my type, and often had something going on at 2 or 3 in the morning when I would get off work. I was part of, the beneficiary of, and the target of a lot of rituals. I know I had a lot of women perform rituals especially to try and help me and I assume based on how casually I treated dating at the time that I also received some curses as well. It was a good time. I hadn't been in the new house that long when I was making dinner for myself at 3am and I saw someone walk through the darkened living room from the stairs to the bathroom. I started talking to them about whatever was on my tipsy mind at the time and didn't get a response. After about half an hour, I went to check the bathroom to see if whichever roommate was alright, but the room was empty. No one had left the bathroom after I saw the shadow walk through the room. Creepy one-time experience, right? Except that it happened all the time. I lived in that house for a year and I can't tell you how many times I saw a silhouette walk through that room. It probably happened one out of every three times I was making my after-shift meal. It was so common that I just treated it as another roommate. When some nights while I was cooking, I would pour a drink for it and leave it in the living room just to make sure we were on good terms. I'm not sure if it was from the witches or one of the roommates or the old chopped up house, but it was a pretty chill shadow person. Andrew, those days of working as a bartender and coming home late and being on a totally opposite shift to everybody else. Oh, those are some serious vibes. And listen, maybe it wasn't the witches, you know what I mean? Maybe you were at the receiving end of some ritual stuff, yeah, but maybe also they didn't bring the shadow person. Maybe the shadow person was just there in the house tipping around. I I remember living in a house share with like five other people and loving every second of it (laughs) because it was chaotic and weird and wonderful and I just thought it was so much fun. Um, Serious question, are you still into witches? Are you still predominantly casually dating witches? I want to know. I'm curious. Thank you so much for listening to day two of 31 Days of Terror. Thank you to Terry Marie, Claire and Andrew for sending in your stories. Remember, if you would like to send in your story, you can do so by emailing it to reallifeghoststoriespodcast at gmail.com. You can also check out the website reallifeghoststoriespodcast.com. And if you are desperate for some extra spooky content, you can subscribe to the Patreon. That is patreon.com forward slash reallifeghoststories, where for $5 a month or $2 a month, you get access to heaps of extra content, as well as every single main and mini episode completely ad free. And on that note, I shall see you next time. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.